Welcome to The Haunted Ride. I'm your host, Melissa, and I hope that you're having an amazing day. I hope that you also have some tea and some snacks, because today's episode is going to be a longer one and a very important one. In this episode, Laura joins me to talk about her time with an entity who made her actually feel oppression. So for those of you who may not know what oppression is, oppression is not possession. In possession, you are essentially completely taken over by an entity. In oppression, there are moments where you just don't feel yourself. You may suddenly have moments of depression, of anxiety, of panic, when you normally don't. You may also have times where you black out and you don't remember things. Um, And that's actually getting closer to the possession stage. In possession, it happens much more often, and of course, you may also be harming people or completely under what the entity wants you to do. Whereas in oppression, you're still there, but you're kind of losing the battle. Laura came to me about this problem, and I had known something was up with her for quite a couple of months. Um, But while we have a past life relationship, each life is different, and you also have to give people their time and their space to be able to come to you and talk to you about what's going on. If you press them, it doesn't make it any better, especially in moments where you have an entity that's hurting you or that is oppressing you. You can definitely talk with that person. You can try to get them to open up, but they ultimately have to be the one to decide to open up to you. You can't force them to. And that's part of them beginning to win that battle over that entity. But this Episode is a little different though because it is her telling her side of what happened up until the point that she finally let me know what was going on and then me what I had noticed in the background up until I finally um, was told what was going on. So it is a lot more of a conversation than, you know, a sort of clean interview. It's a lot more of us conversing with one another and going, oh my God, wait, that makes so much sense here. Oh, okay. Yeah. I noticed this here, but I didn't realize like this is what was going on. But I do hope that you guys enjoy the episode. I hope that it teaches you something about entities, about different things that are out there. As we mentioned in this episode, this thing does not have a name. There is no like classification for you to put it under. And I think that as we talk about a lot on the show, I don't like labels because then it makes you force something into a box that may not belong there. And this thing just doesn't have a box. And when you're dealing with the spirit worlds and you're dealing with entities and the paranormal, you sometimes run across things that you've never heard before. You never even thought could be possible. And this is just one of those things. So without further ado, we'll get into the episode, and I'll see you guys soon. This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. This is Edward October for October Port, take one. We know a remote farm in Lancaster where Mrs. Buckram lives. Every July, pumpkins grow there. You really mean that? I think you're reading the wrong script. You're supposed to be telling folk about October Pod. Let me, um, let me get you a copy of the new script. <clears throat> but... That's bad copy. I think it's so nice that you see a snow-covered field and say every July pumpkins grow there. Ed, what are you what are you looking at? What 
snow-covered field. This is an audio promo. Edward October for Octoberpod, take two. We know of a fjord in Norway, near where the cod gather in great shoals. There, Jorg Tostensen frees the cod, adding a crumb-crisp coating. Ooh, that's tough. Crumb-crisp coating. Let's just talk about Octoberpod. You see, Ed, I was thinking... Ed wasn't drinking! What? I said thinking. I was thinking we should just talk about your show. You know, Octoberpod? Retro horror for bald individualists? I didn't say anything about drinking. You didn't say it. He said it. Who are you talking to? Your friend. There's no one else in here. Edward October for Octoberpod, take three. This is a lot of shit. You know that, don't you? Now, you want another one on what? Peas? Stream Octoberpod. Available now on YouTube, Vimeo, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, Podchaser, and at octoberpodvhs.com. Octoberpod, retro horror for bold individualists. What I was thinking was, since you know your side of, like, what happened, and I know, like, my side of what's been happening and how I've been feeling, but I just, like, didn't tell you, I think, like, why don't you go and start off everything that like happened up until the point like we talked um yesterday or friday and then i'll do the same thing on my end too and we can like meet in the middle all right let me start from like the summer (laughs) yeah (laughs) i actually i did i made i made myself notes because to be honest i've had trouble keeping track of it if that makes sense yeah it does I feel like I think, well, I told you, I felt like I lost time and I was being Mm -hmm. very forgetful, which was really unlike me. Mm -hmm. But I want to say that this actually started hmm, right at the beginning of summer. Not, you know, we were like a month into summer. We'll go there. And I was kind of up for my second trip to the mountains and I was going up there because I was feeling really cucky to begin with. I, I felt really drained of energy and I was kind of looking to recenter myself. And I know that place does it for me. And I told you I needed to go. I was like, I really need this. Mm-hmm. Things just felt, yeah, cucky. I felt slow and sluggish and kind of depressed. And I was losing my interest to do things. And I was trying to draw and create things. And I, I was having trouble picturing things in my head. I felt almost foggish. So I go up there, feels great as always, but at the same time, I, I I hear Native American Indian voices in my head, and I told you about this, and I thought mm-hmm. it was amazing, and and I didn't think much of it then. I had other things going on in a spiritual change in my life, which me and you were already dealing with, mm-hmm. so I kind of overlooked things because I thought they were other things. Mm-hmm. I was going through a spiritual change that can be super dramatic. All right. Before you get started, your grandmother was a very formidable woman, wasn't she? Very much so, yes. People okay. feared her. <laughs> um, so I'm not sure. Your warrior spirit is still like kind of little. So ask your grandmother to come in and, and kind of like help you. I think I can do that. Just to help, because if you get irritated, that, like, helps you be more formidable, but, like, your spirit is still crushed a little bit after everything. Oh, yeah. I mean, today has been exhausting. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I start as soon as I like said I was going to uh, get ready to call you, I started to get a headache and I was like, you know what? I'm not doing this. This is very annoying. Yeah. yeah. And when we were talking earlier, I had a headache and I was just like, oh, no, I don't think so. No, I don't know what this is about and I'm not doing it. I'm very irritated with it and it's making me very angry. Yeah. Um, ask your grandmother to come in and ask her just to watch over you so you can get everything out and be calm and help you feel stronger. Well, I put it out there. I hope she's listening. Yeah, she is. Because this is ridiculous. Ridiculous, I tell you. Absolutely (laughs) ridiculous. I will say, though, that I actually, like, as weird as it is, I preferred your irritated side to your depressed side. Oh yeah, I do too. I'd rather have a I'd rather have a fire in my belly than be gloomy. I mean, that's just it's not me to begin with. I'm I've always been very spunky. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that. I've mm-hmm. I've usually been too hyper for most people to handle. And I've never let that bother me. Like some people, I just oh well, then you just can't handle me. But um, oh yeah. This the debilitating depression, I, it was just awful. I did not like it whatsoever. I, I don't like being shut down like that. No, I mean, nobody does. You, you don't like that loss of control, but it's your own self-control in a lot of ways, which makes it so much more painful to realize. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just, oh my goodness, I hate that. I'm, I'm okay. Like I said, I woke up the other morning and I felt so good. And that has been so long since I felt like that. Mm-hmm. And I rolled with it. I'm not, uh, I, I feel good and I, I'm not going to let it go this time. I'm no. And the worst part is out of all of this, even though, you know, I didn't say everything yet is I just wasn't aware. It's one of those lessons where it doesn't matter how much, you know, there will always be something that will slip by. you. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a good lesson. I'm never going to forget this lesson. That's pretty dark. <laughs> dark. Not at all. But I mean, I never really dealt with anything in the shadow realm before. I mean, I have and I haven't. I mm-hmm. I had an experience when I was a teenager, and that was definitely tainted by teenagers playing around. Mm-hmm. I've always felt them, but I've never really seen them. And I was okay with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and other and they, we kind of just did our own thing. They they didn't bother me. I didn't bother them. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of those people that believe if there can be good people and bad people, there can be good shadows and bad shadows. It's just mm-hmm. how it goes because there are good and bad things in the world. But that also doesn't mean that it's all human either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm getting a very good lesson in that. Well, you've sure. got a very strong animal spirit that people think is mythological coming to you. And um, I would say that. Your grandmother's going to help bring some stuff in for you until, like, you feel more, like, your spirit feels more formidable, and the animal spirit's going to really... So if you get angry a lot soon, I wouldn't be super surprised. It's not to, like, take over your emotions. It's to make you feel, like, make you... What happened to you is very violating. It is. Very debilitating. And you have to have some sort of anger over that. And I think there's like, you know, people think that anger is negative and it's not. Anger is a very good emotion. It's about how you use it. 
Yes. And this thing wants you to be angry in a fact of saying like anytime, like, like you said earlier, you were, when you were writing down, you got a headache and you were like, no, I'm not going to let, like, I'm not going to let this happen. It's that, it's that almost like a vindication of what yeah. you're feeling and using that, that anger to bring out your warrior in you yourself. And so then that way it starts coming through in your spirit. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I definitely know its response to me saying, no, leave me alone, was to try to burn everything down. Yeah. That's, uh, my goodness, what the hell? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy that it was inside because it makes me feel better. If it was outside, I would be like, well, shit, now there has to be another cleansing because it's not supposed to be able to. It's not supposed to be able to get to the house. It can be exactly. in the yard, but it can't get in your house, and it can't get to the house, and nobody can bring it in the house. Yes. So if it's inside, that makes me feel better because it's that's warning. And that's like another how can I how can I explain it? It's just like the fact that like I normally wouldn't cleanse with fire. Yeah. I mean you can cleanse with fire and it 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 it'll 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 cleanse the shit out of whatever, but like it also can be just like your animal who's coming in very formidable very it's uncontrolled um, yes and it's very like a lion it's like (laughs) you wait now bitch (laughs) i'll eat your ass (laughs) it's pretty much like what it is so i i honestly am not worried about the fire i um it was terrifying that's about it but yeah oh my and the worst part is that it ha- no one was around when it happened. And yes, it, I, just so much. I mean, it wasn't just the fire. I mean, it has been everything from a voice coming through over my phone. We all looked at each other like, what in the world's going on? I wasn't the only person to hear it. Feeling watched to being touched. That, that one, that one absolutely made me completely mad. I have only been touched two times. One, I, I totally felt to my bone and this time, and I just felt completely and utterly violated. And, and well, that's when I ended up turning to you. Cause well, you know what? I've had enough of this. I can't, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. There's now voices coming through my phone. And more importantly, I'm not getting a reading on it. So this is something I haven't encountered before. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I try to memorize every feeling I get in a new situation. That's my body's response. I need to memorize that. Mm-hmm. And this was something that just, it really snuck up on me, like completely. But there were signs, but they were signs of of other things. Not necessarily, they were more, I want to say. It picked a good time. It did. I mean, and the worst night of all was the thinning of the veil. I mean, the storm that came through my area, one, was horrendous. And two, as I told you, I just felt like there was something lurking outside my house. And it's very mm-hmm. rare that I feel that. I will take my dogs outside and investigate. I'm one of those people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this, I would, no way. I, I nope, wasn't going outside for it. Didn't want to. I burned sage in my fireplace. I burned sage in my house that night. Well, I I, I did. I messaged you. I just felt mm-hmm. I checked on you because it felt horrendous. Mm-hmm. And that was a first time too. I usually really enjoy that night a lot. Um, I think it's one of the most 
magical nights of the world. If you, if you can feel energy mm-hmm. and stuff, you'll – It's very different. It is. It's it's almost – It's literally like a spiritual new year. It is. It is so energetic and full of life and death, and it's at such a good balance that it is almost invigorating. It's it's really weird to say it that way. You don't mm-hmm. think life and death invigorating all in the same sentence, but it does. It reminds you of that balance and and that things come around again. You can come back for a moment, you know? I, I don't know. It's really hard to explain, but I really love that night. It's never caused me an issue. I always prepare for it. I really felt completely and utterly unprepared for it this year, which was just odd. Everything about the past couple months has just been odd. And it was almost like a haunting now that I think about it. It was a little more than that. It was, but it, it had similarities to that, which I'm like, wow, that could be really easily mistaken as that. And then you try to handle it like that. And maybe that's not the right approach at all. Uh-uh. And you'd be doing more damage than good. Uh-huh. So it's one of these things, and this is why I did not mind you sharing this at all, because it, this is almost something that, yeah, if you have never experienced it, you would not know what to do with it. Now that I know, I'm definitely writing it down in a diary somewhere and making a mental note forever mm-hmm. that basically something can hide in your shadow. Yeah. It can hide there and you'd never even know. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I hadn't even thought to look at my shadow in a long time, which is odd too. I mean, I don't know. I, you look at your shadow and you, and you acknowledge it, but I can sit there and think back in this past six months and I'm like, wow, you know, you really didn't. Uh, I don't remember ever acknowledging my shadow in the past six months, which is weird. But again, I also feel like I had time missing and remembering the timeline for this was hard and it shouldn't have been. I am mm-hmm. a very photogenic person. I see it. I write it down. I, I memorize it. I know it's there. And I was having a really hard time. And the other thing too, is like when you have something, I mean, we've talked about this. When you have something paranormal that happens to you, it sticks with you. Mm, yes. So the fact that something's not sticking with you is concerning. Exactly. It was deliberate. Now that I think about it, everything, like I didn't want to talk to you. And that's very odd. I talked to you about mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Why didn't I want to talk to you about it? That's that's why I woke up the other morning. I'm like, I don't care what goes on in my mind. I'm not going to forget about it. I'm just going to follow through. And I just did it. I did it before I could think about it. And was that playing a part in controlling it? Maybe. I definitely feel like it stole time from me. Mm-hmm. I would have moments where I just sat there and blinked to go, oh my goodness, where did 10 minutes go? I mean, it wasn't, wasn't necessarily, when I say lots of time, I don't want to be thinking I was wandering for an hour completely lost. Mm-hmm. There's nothing along those lines, but five, 10 minutes, a minute, two minutes, that is all very terrifying. You just sit there and go, oh my goodness, but that wasn't a good, it wasn't good. Mm-mm. You know, when you're doing it for, for your own meditative state, you're putting yourself in that area. But when it's, when you're pulled there, it's a very scary realization. It's a loss of control and a violation. You do. You feel violated. Yeah. Mentally and and spiritually violated. <laughs> yeah. Like I, as, as good as I feel on the inside, I'm also extremely exhausted. 
because I have been fighting colds and coughs and allergies and all kinds of things, again, that I almost run along the line of, like I said, a haunting or a demonic possession. I mean, I'm, I'm, it's like having all the flu symptoms, but not having the flu. Yeah. And that's disturbing. I, I just, oh my goodness. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> but I, it, I mean, I think the scariest part of it all was when it, it touched me. I, I, I told everybody, I, I, I think I said it on the last episode I was on, I was seeing shadows. Yes. And again, that's very new to me. I wasn't really sure what to make of it. Of course, I was surprised, but it didn't have a feeling with it. There was mm-hmm. no, I mean, even if I had fought fear, I'd have been okay with that. But I literally was like, oh, well, okay. I'll just going to ignore you and move on. Mm-hmm. And I only saw it in a human form once. Mm-hmm. All the other forms were much lower, like an animal, until it took on, on I want to say, a cat size. Not a cat shape, but the cat size. Mm-hmm. And the day I felt it, I was standing in my kitchen. I was cooking. I was at the stove. And at first, I it felt like my cat rubbing up against my leg. And that's nothing new. And then I, I felt like it grabbed my foot. Like it grabbed me and I turn around, I spun around and I look down and my cat's not there. My cat is underneath the kitchen chair staring at me like with eyes the size of quarters. And I was like, oh, something's not good here. This is bad. This is really bad. And I go over to my cat and at that point I noticed that she's actually growling very low, but there's a growl coming out of her and she's, I just had to calm her down from that point. But For a brief moment, she didn't even want me to touch her. And that made me even more scared. I'm thinking to everything that I've watched and learned and how -hmm. many stories I've heard of people's own encounters. I'm like, okay, this is it. I I did one of my, I'm going to release all my good energy and my light out. And I'm going to blast my house till it's blinding. Whatever you are, you can't be here. And I didn't understand at the time, my response to that until 24 hours ago, almost 48 hours ago, actually, why I did that. I was literally trying to burn out any areas of shadows. I wanted mm-hmm. nowhere in that house to be touched in darkness. And that was like an automatic, natural response. I didn't even think about it. I just stood up and did it and followed with the words, you know, whatever you are, you can't be here. If you're not family, you've got to go. And it felt good, briefly. And again, this is all maybe what I'd, I would say, what, a month and a half in between all that, I think. Maybe, mm-hmm. again, I'm having trouble with my timeline here. But from there, I then go to still seeing things from the corner of my eye, more so now, to the voice coming out of my phone. My phone, Siri just coming on and going, it said one time, this is serious. And I was like, my husband goes what's serious I was like I have no idea but I'm turning this sucker off right now and I did I just turned it off and Siri kicked on again but this time I don't even remember what it said but I don't even think it said a real word it just kind of made a booping sound and I was like nope turning you off again and then I was reading and a man's voice just comes through and I'm like oh my gosh what in the world is happening And that was probably the scariest one, was actually hearing a male's voice. See, I feel like the male voice is the thing. But Siri saying this is serious, I don't think, I think that was someone trying to warn you. I don't think that was it. 
Because when you told me the man's voice before I even knew like what it said or anything, I get chills, which means it's Mm -hmm. tangible and it's tangible in whatever it's doing on our plane. And when I hear, when you told me about the, this is serious voice, I didn't even phase me. So I don't think those aren't the same. It was more like, whoa, well, okay. Yeah. I still turn my phone off, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You're not scary, but just in case. Yeah. Turn that off. When I think about it, that's exactly how it felt. You know, I knew when one was a warning, and I knew when one was bad. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And that man's voice was eerie. I I wish I had recorded, but it came so sudden. No. (laughs) No, no. Recording it would not be good. No, probably not. But I mean, I just, it, it's its like, I wish somebody else could have heard that. But then again, mm-hmm. everybody on my sofa heard it. We all looked at me like, I'm like, I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't understand what's going on here either. I usually do. This time I don't. Because mm-hmm. it didn't feel spiritual. Mm-hmm. It didn't have a feeling to it. And I didn't realize how much my own personal tuning device plays on feelings. And I really felt nothing with this. And that is terrifying to think of. I would rather have fear or even some anxiety. Even I started to get anxiety once I realized what it was. Once I acknowledged it, the anxiety came. But while I was trying to read it, I was getting nothing. And that's terrifying to somebody who relies on on that as a sixth sense, my natural ability It's not that it faltered me, but it wasn't prepared for something. Mm -hmm. And the lesson is, you know, again, you don't really know everything, which I didn't think I did, but I thought I had known enough to at least pick up on warning signs and triggers. And I did eventually, but after I did was with talking out with you, Mm -hmm. writing it down, then things started to click and it was like, oh my goodness, we've got problems. Yeah. Something's bad. And that's when I I messaged you like, hey, I've got your need your opinion on this one. Like, I'm in trouble here, aren't I? Yep, just a little bit. Just save it. Yeah. I mean, and you know what the crazy part is? Anybody who did listen to the last time I was on, if you listened and you did hear the sounds, I think you heard it because it mimics. And I figured that out today when I left my home. Now, I have sealed my home up. I was on the phone with you when I did that. So yay, it was a little extra boost. And I swept it, sealed it. I drew my own symbols on my own doorways, things that came from my heart. And when I left my home today and was a good distance away, I thought I heard my husband say, love you. And I kind of looked at him and he didn't say anything because I, you know, you do the what? I didn't say anything. And I was like, oh, you son of a bitch. Like, it's you. You're mimicking. It was you the whole time. So if if you listen to that one and you caught it in the background, you I'm pretty sure you heard it, which mm-hmm. is you can be scared with us, too. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. It's terrifying. <laughs> it, it was there. So it's been causing problems for a while. And even when you and I sat and talked away from everybody, it's it was mimicking. It was tricksterish. It was um mimicking and and very mischievous but even then i kind of thought fay and stuff i i'm surrounded by woods and stuff i mean that's nothing new 
but it didn't feel that way either. It never really gave a feeling of something solid. So there's, I just, oh my goodness. I'm just, I just don't, it needs to go away. I can't wait until it, it rains tomorrow. It is supposed to rain tomorrow. I caught the weather. I, I can't wait. I can't, I cannot wait for a nice cleansing, earth healing rain. I'm ready. So to tell you the things that I saw from my side. So we, I think the first time you were on the show was in February. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually went and looked back. And the first time you joined Discord, which is when we really started talking, was in July. Okay. And you had a different, like, and we've discussed this, but for anybody who hears this, Laura and I, I I mean, apart from the show and, you know, when we first started talking, we don't really know, know each other. Like, I don't know your favorite color. I don't remember. You told me once how old you are. I don't remember. (laughs) Um, but, but, yeah, but you are a, a past life friend of mine. And I actually, I know which one you are, but I don't want to tell you until you're okay with death because it's a very long story. So yeah, I think I have a feeling, but we'll get into that another yes, time. We'll talk later yes, on. Yes. After yeah. we deal with this dumbass. Yeah, exactly. So I, I know how, and I have to be very careful about the people that I let into my life and particularly into my heart because I connect with them in this way where you can be going through something and I can't, you know, we may not even be talking anymore, but I know that you're going through something and I worry about you and I feel for you and I wish you the best. And, and I am still connected to you in that way. And so I've had to learn sort of to, to be a little more closed off because then I, I end up with so many connections that I'm constantly feeling everybody else's stuff Mm -hmm. and maybe even feeling my own. Yes. And or to figure out how to end that connection with you, that's not going to happen. Good try. Um, but <laughs> but I knew when you joined in July, you felt different. You felt like in February, you just had this like when we were on the phone, you had this huge light and you felt like you almost do right now. When yeah. we were talking in Discord in July, you felt more um, like there was a wall holding you back almost. And I couldn't really figure out what it was. And I was like, well, this is, you know, we're all chatting in this room here. And that's a little different. Some people aren't comfortable with that. So I was like, maybe that's not. I was like, I don't really think it is. And I was like, well, when she's ready, she'll tell me. Yeah. And and that's all I can do. So I and we had talked numerous times about times where like I was worried about you and you would tell me little things or you were worried about me and you would tell me little things. And, and we had talked about that. And then you had the whole thing with your spirit who didn't want to let go of you. Mm-hmm. And that really concerned me because Lilith, which for those of you who I don't think we share this at all, but I channel many different deities at the same time. At the time of which I was um, helping you with this, I was channeling Lilith and mm-hmm. Raya. So because of that, I was very, and I, I only really deal with spirits who are mothering healing and warriors that's it they have to be all three in order for me to deal with them that's just what my spirit gravitates to and what my spirit calls in Mm -hmm. and so lilith had been very like no child you're gonna listen to me with your your spirit guide because she's really clinging to you (laughs) it was a smackdown (laughs) oh yeah well lilith like lilith choked her out (laughs) it really was it was Yes. And that's intense too. I mean, people, I don't yeah. know if anybody else has ever experienced that 
But when you do start to work with these things, you know, I didn't realize that they were sticking around too long. I was yes. becoming a possession, not not an acquaintance. So you help and then, you know, bless mm-hmm. and move on. And the, and there is, you know, there's a connection and there's a love there. And I mean, I told you, like, when my spirit guides leave and, you know, they're kind of like, okay, well, here's everything for now. I miss them. I'm like, yes. oh man, I'm, I miss hearing this constant voice or I miss mm-hmm. like this person because they all have different personalities and you feel and the that. feeling they bring over you when yes. they come to, they all have their own unique, either a mm-hmm. smell or yes. a sound or just a, an overall feeling. They all have, it's like their signature. It's, it's, it's their fingerprint. It, yeah. Everyone. Them. Yes. I knew what Lilith was doing to help you was right. I knew that you were supposed to bring a male spirit in. It concerned me though, like, and I had told you that you might feel a little like, you know, she was depressed or sad about the fact of leaving you because she was like stuck to you like Lou and not Mm -hmm. letting you progress. But when you told me that you got depressed, I was just like, okay, don't get me wrong. There are times when my, my spirits and my energies, they do it's not a possession. It's almost like it's, you're so linked together, you feel what that, that person's feeling. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, and just because they're a spirit, they, they do feel, they feel like a person. They feel like a legitimate being that is right here with you. They do. And so I was like, okay, that makes a little bit of sense that you might be a little depressed, but it sounded like it had gone on for way longer. And I was just like, okay. And so that's why I was kind of like on you a little bit. And I told, I told myself, I was like, I need to back off because I, what, I kept wanting to ask you, like, did the new one come in yet? Did the new one come in yet? You know, your your one that was there is still kind of there. She's just kind of been beaten up a little bit. And, you know, mm-hmm. so that she understands that she can't do this. She can't hinder She can't be growth. the only one there. Yeah. Exactly. She's literally keeping other other goodness and, and other voices yes. and people and even ancestors from stopping over and yes. giving advice. She wanted to be the only one doing that. And I, I will say, like, yep. I do feel like because she did that, I think it made it easier for you to be kind of thrown off balance because that was yes. a big deal. It was. I, 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 I don't know. I probably never mentioned this ever, but she had been with me since I was like eight years old. I didn't mm-hmm. have I had kind of a rough childhood. I won't get into details and it doesn't really yeah. matter because I, I bust back from that. But when I needed mothering and advice, she took that role and mm-hmm. she, and she stuck with that role. I, I think I know who it is now, but you know, she never real she let herself be, um, the image I wanted her to be. So, you know, mm-hmm. into an eight year old child, you imagine a mother mm-hmm. and that's what she took on to a very serious point. <laughs> yeah. Where she's just like, no. Yeah, but I mean, the depression that came over it was extreme. Yeah. Extreme. It really was. And like, I, I did end up going to therapy. I know I said that in the last yeah. session. Because I got to a point where I was like, wow, I can't handle this anymore. Which I was proud of you when you told me that. But then I also was just like, but no. It's not it really sh- the problem, yeah. No, like, and it shouldn't, that shouldn't have been the case. Yeah, it, it it really went, um, it went extreme. <laughs> That's why I'm sitting here and I was like, when you told me that and you told me everything, I was like, she's really been going through it. And I was just like, 
but why? Like, mm-hmm. like the male spirit when I when I when Lilith and myself because Lilith wanted to drop kick her ass a long time before I told her not to, and then finally she I she said something, and I was like, all right, Lilith, there you go. Because <laughs> so- <laughs> it was it was very exhausting to the soul. She was becoming mm-hmm. more. Um, I don't want to say powerful. They don't lose their power more predominant. Like you can't make a decision without running it by me real quick or yeah. and almost making me second guess myself on things that I've already learned. Like mm-hmm. the lesson was already learned. Mm-hmm. It, it was already there. Your purpose, what you were there to teach is done. So now you're just helicoptering. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and preventing me from growing even further. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that in itself, I mean, that's like having, well, if you're a gardener, if you, keep it in the same pot for so long, the roots are going to get bound up and tangled up together in this giant mesh and they can't spread out and grow further. And it's just going to wither away and die. Yeah. Eventually that's the end result. Yeah. It's, and that's the same effect. It's, you have to be very open. It's why you really shouldn't, um, you really shouldn't focus on one deity and stuff. You should, even if you just learn about others, mm-hmm. you're broadening your mind yeah. as, as any knowledge goes. So that's, that's, but that's that. Yeah, that was rough. And I do think you're right. That was probably the real beginning, beginning of it. And I knew something was wrong. Like I said, I wanted to run to the mountains, which is usually what I do when I feel completely drained. I just want to go up there and hide, which is fine. I like that. (laughs) And you had told me that you felt that way though. Like you told Mm -hmm. me that you felt drained and I just, and the thing is like when I don't know. I don't think that you'd seen the fight that Lilith had with her, but I knew that you felt like she was throwing things at Lilith. Yes. And the reason why was because like I like I was not fighting with Lilith, but I was basically like, I can handle it. It's fine. I do need you there for backup. But stop trying to drop kick the woman. <laughs> and yeah. She was just like, well, she's not going to go unless you drop kick her. And I was like, can we let that be the last resort, please? And she was just like, <laughs> fine so that's basically (laughs) what she did because she was just like i know what to do and i trust her but i felt like i i didn't want to put you through that harsh of a removal or of like a of of like a bringing down and so i when it all happened i remember like what i saw was i saw lilith i saw her she put her hand around her throat and started choking her is what she did because nice. she she just wouldn't. I mean, and for everyone who's saying this is this is very violent and why is like your deity fighting with her deity? We they were do doing this for what, 45 <laughs> minutes? Yeah. Where like yeah. we tried to do it amicably. Yeah, Lilith gave me nice about it. 42 minutes mm-hmm. <laughs> to do it my way. <laughs> yeah. And, and the reality of it is they've also been fighting for thousands of years. It's okay. Yeah. This is actually pretty tame. Yeah. Brother, sister fighting or sister, sister fighting is what this was. But yeah, the older sister had to turn around and go, all right, I've had enough of this nonsense. Yeah. But see, the thing is, like, I saw the male spirit there. I saw the one that was supposed to be coming in. So that's why I was so confused. I mean, I knew that he was going to take his time. And I remember, like, I told you that. And I was like, you know, he is going to take his time. And then I remember you told me about, like, the new shield that you had seen. And I was like, oh, that's really pretty. Very strange, though, but really pretty. And I was just like, okay. And I can't remember, though, for the life of me, I can't remember why you felt you had to make a shield. Something happened. 
I felt, I got scared. I had an extreme, utter panic attack like I wasn't alone. Okay. And I was, it was terrifying. And usually when that happened back in the day, I would imagine my girl with me and we would be standing there with our shields up. And I was like, nope, this time I have to do it on my own. But I was, I was, I really got scared. I mean, I, I'm one of those folks where I try not to stay up after midnight because it's a very anxious time for me. Because mm-hmm. every, as everybody knows, and anything after midnight is, it's, it's a smaller, thinner veil, but it's, it's still there. It happens. You know, that's why they say everything happens at three and stuff. Once the darkness is in its place, it's a little thinner. Mm-hmm. While you hear things, the world goes a little quieter. Energy is more freely around to be taken from, et cetera, et cetera. So I try not to stay up, but it was one of those nights I couldn't sleep, I couldn't sleep, I couldn't sleep. And then I just became utterly panicked. Like I was like, something's here. Mm-hmm. Something's here. I can't see it. I feel it. I know it. I don't have a shield. And then I'm like, yes, you do. You can make your own. And that's how that all came to be. But it was definitely a fear, an anxiety attack almost. Mm-hmm. Terrifying. I knew that I was not alone. And that happens. I mean, if you read, yeah. if you listen like we do, that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. It's just usually not a complete and utter fear because you've had this happen a hundred thousands of times before in your life. Mm-hmm. But when the fear is there, you take it seriously. <laughs> yeah. And that's what it was. And I did. I, I was like, you need to protect your ass and <laughs> go to sleep. And that's what I did. But I, yeah, that was scary. <laughs> Well, and then you had the guy who made the, sh- the like, leaf and forest shield around mm-hmm. you, too. And so when you told me that, I was like, sweet, so he's coming forward. And then yep. you told me that you thought he was a past life, and I was just like... Yep, he had a different feeling altogether. He didn't feel... I don't even know how to put it. He did not feel... He was from that area. Like, he was not supposed to be a deity. He was not supposed to do that. And... I was like, well, the next possible thing to me was, well, maybe since I am asking a lot of questions about my own past life, he's coming through. Mm-hmm. And it fit. It felt right. It didn't feel off. And I'm like, okay, well, we'll go with that then since it doesn't feel like it's rejecting that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I tried to rebalance my life out again. And it did for a little bit, but I think it was all an act. <laughs> yeah. I don't think any of that was real. None I would agree. Because None then, like, the only other time that I can say I really felt like you weren't yourself was, like, and I'm trying to think of how I can bring up this conversation without really talking about what it was. Do you remember you had a conversation with me about why you felt guilty? Yes. That. I was like, that is not you. I was yeah, like, I'm sorry. Was- There's something wrong. I was like, I mean, don't get me wrong. We, we do have off days. And you had hard, a hard time with the veil. And you, I mean, we both had, I, I honestly would say it's probably the same entity that we both showed up around both of us. But like, you did not feel like you, you felt panicked. And I, you I felt was. scared. And I couldn't understand why. And I was just like, I think I brought up the fact that Hades should have been around somewhere. I was just like, where's Hades? Because Hades yeah. is, you know, for people who don't work with deities or don't understand them, when you have darker deities, Hades, Lilith, um, Hecate, uh, the Morrigan, when you work mm-hmm. with those those deities, you feel different. Um, yeah. 
like Lilith for me was she's dark, but it doesn't mean like it's not dark like evil. That's not what that means. Yeah, I was but just it's not evil. It's no. an understanding. It's um if you're one of those people that love the night, it's that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> it's the feeling you get when you look up the at the moon and it's full and it's that feeling that you get like when you're looking at the stars and it's that feeling it's that like it's like a wild feeling. It's like yeah. a wild like understanding no of, of life. No fear of the night at all. Like you're not no. scared of it at all Mm -mm. there's just you're just not it's very peaceful it's um energizing Mm -hmm. yep and so i'm sitting here and i'm like well you're having all these emotions where so if hades is has been around you you should be able to call on hades or hades should be there and be helping you and i don't understand where is hades or why are you not like, I felt like you weren't feeling him anymore. Like, you weren't yeah. feeling like, and I hope this doesn't sound like I'm blaming you. I'm, I I don't mean it like that. I mean, like, I feel like something was cutting you off. Yeah. It was like a um, a complete energy block. Like, when they tell you, you know, you, when you sit down and meditate and you can clear all your chakras, da-da-da-da-da, that's a wonderful feeling. But imagine having that and then all of a sudden just plugging it up. Yeah. Like, you want a tub. Yeah. It's very debilitating. And then when you when you sent me your message, it felt like I remember like I was sitting at work and my phone went off and you know like Discord will only give you like a little portion of it in your notifications and I just saw I can't remember I think I can't remember the first word that you put, but I saw like I think it was like advice or like something like that. Yeah, I like was like that. so I, I got to ask your opinion on something here. Yes. And I read <laughs> that word and I was like she figured it out. And so then I just, I read everything. You gave me some clues. You told me that, you told me about the cat. Mm-hmm. You told me about the light ball. And so what I did, um, and so when I, when I do long distance work at all, I have to kind of dial myself back from the physical realm, basically, to, to do everything. And I was, I immediately, because I knew like you had kind of, it was kind of like you unlocked the book, like you unlock like the secret code to like what was happening. And I was just like, okay, like we need to work right now while this is like unlocked before it closes again. And so I went and using what she told me about the cat, I basically dialed into that. And then it was like, I went backwards in time. And so for me... When I, I knew it had to be somewhere that you had gone prior to October. And I wasn't sure if it was in the summer, but I was like, it's somewhere between February and before and prior to the month of October, not even like Halloween, but the month of October. Yeah. And I was like, well, I know like you've gone a lot of different places because I also follow you on Instagram and you've been hopping around in the woods. But even in those pictures, like you looked beautiful, like you looked like you were in your element and you looked like you were comfortable but you like even like you had like a darker feel to you than you normally did like you you seemed comfortable and the the pictures were beautiful and like but there was a shadow yes there was something and i was like (laughs) there was a shadow well, but I can figure out if, like, if that was how you guys meant the pictures to be. You know what I mean? Because, like, we, you know, we talked about it a little bit, that it was, like, a shoot. Not so really, I didn't know if, like, that was the thought. Ended up that. That's yes. the crazy 
part. When when you say it, like I can honestly say, it, like of course I was going for more of a. Uh, a it was like a, a badass witch vibe. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was supposed to be. But I noticed, like my face was yes. in shadows. Yes, like ninety yes. percent of the time in all those pictures, which is yes. kind of odd. I exactly. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a professional model or anything. I do this for my own. For my, I do this for myself. Ladies, I suggest it. Just go do it. Who cares? You're the only one who looks at it. Enjoy yourself. But yeah. I do it for me. And um, it, it kind of helps me visualize my inner warrior a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I enjoy doing it. It's something I do all the time. It's just kind of my little thing. And they're never like that. It came out really well. Like you said, they were beautiful. Mm-hmm. But everything was kind of had a shadow on it. And you the, the ones that it's easiest to tell it in is the person – like it's you and like another woman and that's mm-hmm. when you can see that there's something off because her face is fine yeah your face is not yeah she looks all bright and happy and i'm i'm looking all dark and gloomy yeah you look weird. like you like it, it was yes it's very strange mm-hmm. and so when i followed it back and i kept going back and back and back i never got the voice i never got the voice that mimicked the laughter i don't know I mean, we did it. No, we didn't do that episode was not on Halloween. It was two weeks prior to. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we were close to the veil. Spirits do get curious. And so when you told me about the shadows, I was like, okay, cool. Because yeah, like, me too. I'm like, well, you know, that kind of yeah. this time. Yeah. Maybe family's coming to visit my old kitty. Who knows? You never know. Well, that's just it. Like, it's one of those moments where it it did so well at hiding itself. Like yes. an espionage spy or something. It was, yes. it was good. Crazy. That's that's what it gets off on. An evil 007. <laughs> <laughs> well, but the thing is, like, so when you told me about the shadows, I was like, this is very. I was excited for you for being able to see it because I hadn't remembered like if you could like I know that you could feel very strongly. I know you could hear and sense and somewhat see, but I didn't know like if you were used to like seeing them that often. So I was like, no. oh, this is super cool. But then that's why I asked you if you felt something from it, because that's what I knew. Like, if you felt something from it, then that would be a really good indicator. And like, I know that you have really strong abilities and I and I trust in your ability. So I said, OK, cool. And so when you told me, like, you know, that it might have been your cat, I was like, that's an interesting like thought, you know, hopefully. And then you told me about the guy and I was like, no. I was like, no, that one, that one bothered me because from when you told me I saw it in my mind's eye and I didn't like it. And I was just like, well, here's the thing, though. I have literally, even on this podcast, talked about a time when I woke up in the middle of the night and I had three shadow people looking over me because they were curious. Yeah, it's not okay, And that happens, too. That's yes. There's a range of categories for shadow people. Exactly. It's the curious ones. The bad omen ones, the ones just that happen not to take a form. I mean, that's that happens too. Sometimes the simplest form is just a form. It's not necessarily mm-hmm. supposed to be a shadow. That's just how it's perceived. It, there's just it's such a variety of characters and 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 people and and yes and um things that it's hard to pinpoint down a shadow to one category. I really don't like when people are like, oh, shadows are just all evil and shadows are just all good. You don't know what you're getting. Well, that's what mm-hmm. I've learned now. You really don't know no. what you're getting until it's ready to tell you what it's getting. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, what this was wasn't – it was 
mm, how do I want to put it? It's a this trickster. Was, yeah, but this was a trickster of Earth, like the land, which is weird. But it really wasn't the land at all. No, it and was it more wasn't like a spirit at all, and it wasn't a demon. Like I don't know, no, what's no, it wasn't that at all either. Didn't have those kind of properties to it. It's a thing. <laughs> well, see, and the thing is too is like, so I connected it with. I didn't connect it with the voice I heard laughing. I feel like that was something, but I don't feel like that was it. Um, it it because when the when I heard the laughter, it didn't bother me like when I thought of the shadow figure creeping out from the from the corner. Yeah, and it was the I, other little sounds like the little yes, the little crackles. The, the yes, and the um, weird, very low mm-hmm, that was not yeah. Female. Didn't really have a male tone to it either. Yeah. It was just a a voice. It's weird. Yes. <laughs> so I I followed it back and I saw the shadow. I was like, okay, so it's connected to the shadow you saw pop up from the corner. Then I realized it was connected with the the tiny cat that we had talked about. And then when I went back and I kept going back, I felt like it had come to you in your shadow. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like. You know, I have spent a very long time sitting here basically since like eh, fallish going like this is shadow season. Like this is when like a whole bunch of things are coming up and it makes it hard because this is when depression comes up. This is when anxiety comes up. This is when mm-hmm. panic and fear and anger. And it's supposed to be for you to heal. And like in the conversations that we had had, like it did sort of sound like you were accepting like a different source of understanding from it but i it still just didn't really feel like authentically yours if that yeah, it wasn't sense. healing yeah no. it wasn't it wasn't healing at all i wasn't learning either i mean i was and i wasn't mm-hmm. i was learning things on my own not from it mm-hmm. if that makes sense it wasn't assisting me or anything and it no. even being here was like no i was just trying to reach out in other areas to find answers so it was my own self reaching out even to you mm-hmm. and to, to books and stuff but i mean yeah, I wasn't healing from this at all. Well, the other thing, too, is, like, I remember on Halloween, I was very protected. Like, my deities came and they protected me. But with you... Yeah, he left me. <laughs> yeah, well, he was he was off having a fucking party by himself with all the dead. terrible date for Halloween. <laughs> he, he's like, I'll see you later. I've got some dead dead people to meet. <laughs> freak man you're supposed to help me not leave yeah and i remember like i was like okay so it was just like a lot of like tiny little things that didn't fully add up they could be easily explained by the time of the season the time of the year you know little ends convenient yes Mm -hmm. like little things like that and so that made sense but then it was just like but something's off Mm mm-hmm just didn't feel right it just Mm -mm. it was at the right time but it really like it was almost like it was forced into happening yes Mm -hmm. yeah and so then I was I told you that and it's very funny because my reaction to what I talked to you about and what I told you on Friday is very different than how I feel right now about it because on Friday I I felt the sense of urgency and I felt this like sense of Oh, this is going on for a while. Yeah. Now or never. Yes. 
And I don't think I agree with you. Like it wasn't, it's not a demon, Mm-mm. but it's something that has that sort of like, it's a very dark, it's like, it's like icky and black. So, okay. So going, so going back to everything. So you told me what happened. I told you where I thought you got it from. I asked you if you went out anywhere. You said you weren't really sure of anywhere that you could have picked it up from because you, you watch yourself. And I was like, yeah, but like, you can't really watch your shadow. Yeah, no, I didn't. I mean, it doesn't matter. You think you you wear as many crystals and wards and stuff as you want, but it didn't really, it got in a safe zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And apparently that is a safe zone, folks. I didn't know that. Well, because I'll tell you why. Because this thing, it's like, and I said it to you, it's like a parasite. So like, think about like a tick. Mm-hmm. The way that you can end up with a parasite from a tick is you don't wear the right type of clothes. You're walking around. It climbs up. It it brushes from grass onto you somewhere, mm-hmm. bites you. The parasite gets in your system, and and you don't know. You're you yep. know you get the head out. You think you're fine. You think everything's okay until you end up in the hospital like two weeks later because of a parasite. Exactly. But like that's that's what it did to you. Like that's yeah. what it did to you, and it needed a space that was dark. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got it. Yeah. And your shadow, like, the reason why people call it your chateau self is because your chateau self is the darker aspects of you. And mm-hmm. you take that, you take the point, like, it did it, honestly, it's a great A-ho. Like, it did it right. at the perfect right. time. Because summer is when you have more light than dark, mm-hmm. which means that you have a stronger shadow than normal. Yep. You had gone to the mountains. You, which means that you were traveling. This thing is a traveler. It's icky and it's black and it needs to be on a shadow and it hits you right before shadow season, right before you can start healing. Yep. And it did. It did everything. Great A pimp. Perfectly. Yes. Yep. Yes. It is. Yep. Bitch was looking for a gold digger. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't gonna get it here, but it tried. It did. Yeah. It was, I mean, I can't even, and again, this isn't something I feel you could prepare for. Now, that's not to say like you're completely helpless against it, but I am going to take better precautions on warding my door and stuff so that when I do come in, whatever is out there isn't going to cross my threshold. And I thought I had that pretty well done, but I I, I fortified that a little bit more and I'm going to keep it that way because I don't ever want that to happen again. <laughs> well, and the thing too, though, is like even, I mean, the only real way for you to know if something's on you or with you or whatever is, you know, hearing, seeing, feeling, mm-hmm. smelling, whatever. But this thing even didn't want you to talk to me. No, no, it and didn't. And we like, were, I mean, we it, talked... Yeah. At least a couple times a week. Yeah, we talk all the time. <laughs> yeah. Like, even like a, hey, how's it going? Whatever, blah, blah, blah. Hey, there's a new episode of, like, Sub-Zero out. Yeah. Like, it just didn't want you to, like, discuss it with me. No, and I would throw tidbits out, but I, I, and it's not that I was, like, saying, no, I won't give the whole story, but I didn't give the whole story. Mm-hmm. It was weird. And I'm not saying, like, it had control of me. I was possessed, but it definitely triggered the way I was thinking it had it I don't I can't even explain it it is it, the craziest damn thing ever because I've never had this happen before again I don't really it's not that I don't play with shadows and they're not there and I don't acknowledge them but I learned 
when I was a teenager that as many nice ones as you can come across are some really, really bad ones behind there and just mm-hmm. leave it be. And then that's just, we do that thing. We do our own thing. Just let it go. I've never had one just hang around like this. Lurk in my shadow like it did. Is it is it was I I definitely feel violated. You should. I mean, it was basically just like little by little, like infecting mm-hmm. you with like the inky blackness. And I don't, yeah. I don't think that it could like, I don't think that it could like possess you. But no. I think it could like make you lose yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's it just, what like it's it was like doing. whispering in your ear, like little like the devil on the shoulder. He's just like, oh well, you should feel really crappy about that. Let's just stick with that. And it and mm-hmm. it's. It's the the power of suggestion is very powerful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all know that. And it was there. And I didn't even know it. So I guess it just means to show, like, honestly, not to be, again, we, we've, we've totally discussed this before. And we've, I've told it with you, too. Not to be gluttonous about yourself and like, oh, yeah, I'm the best. And, and drink yeah. yourself up. But no matter how much knowledge you put out, something is going to get by you. Something, And it's not because you're not knowledge enough. It's because you've never experienced it before. And spirits are tricky. Like you also have to like, you have to look at like your personality versus Mm -hmm. like this thing. Yeah. I'm sorry. Example. I know narcissists. I know Mm -hmm. them. I've worked with them. I've lived with them. I understand that. It doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that like, Right now, I understand what the game is, but it takes you time to figure out when someone's playing a game on you. Yeah. Because you have to sit there and you're like, what the fuck do you think you're doing? And then you you really have to look at that for a second. And as you investigate it more, then you realize, oh, okay, you're playing a game with me. Mm -hmm. And now I know. But you have to take, you have to be able to investigate that moment and figure out what's happening. But if something cuts off your ability to investigate, you're just going to keep letting the action happen because you don't know. You can't figure it out. You You can't look inside and see like, you might know there's something wrong, but you don't know what. No. And that's what happened. That's exactly mm-hmm. what happened. It's horrible. I wouldn't, I would not wish this on my worst enemy. No. It's just, no. It, it's, and again, even if I, if it was a spirit, I think I would have felt it way sooner. If it had been demonic, I would have felt it sooner. If it had been anything other than what it came as. It was just a I, thing. Yeah. We don't I have a felt, word for what it is. Yeah. It doesn't have an emotion. No. It's leech-like because it, in mimicking, because it just copied me. And when it didn't like me being bright and cheery, it just put itself there. Mm. And it was weird. (laughs) I didn't realize, I mean, I knew I felt something was wrong. I knew I wasn't myself. But again, I'm like, well, you're going to go to therapy and you're talking to people now. And and, and maybe you're just going to, you're going to come out again. You're going you're gonna to make it through this again. Mm-hmm. But when you're being affected by something that you cannot see, feel, or touch, you don't know. How are you supposed to fight that? It's like carbon monoxide. You don't know it's there. Yeah. You just go to sleep and bam, you're affected by it. Mm-hmm. But, and that's what it was. And that's how I feel now that I think about it. I feel like it just crept in like a gas and I breathed it in and didn't even know it. Mm-hmm. And I, again, I, I'm just saying this a thousand times, I totally feel violated. Again, but if it was something I had dealt with before, I would have known which actions to take. But dealing with a thing that doesn't have any properties that tie it to a past life, 
giving it some humanity no. left in it or traces of an actual soul. None of those things were there. And those things that make us humans and our energy specifically were not there. You know what it reminds me of? The blob? <laughs> no, 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 no. The hollow and charmed. Oh, that's what it reminds me of. It's like that. It's like this thing. If you guys haven't seen Charmed, which I, I, I'm sorry for your childhood. Yeah, um, you, you missed out on life. You, you missed did, out on and puppy. and just watch it again. Understand that again. <laughs> this happened in the '90s, and so some of the CGI is a little bad. But terrible. listen, if they would have had a budget now and no budget cuts, then it would have been a lot better. It's still a great story. Just watch it. You'll understand what I mean by the hollow. So mm. the hollow in the Hollywell's house, there's this um, an earthquake that releases this thing. And it is a black gas. And it slowly takes over the sisters. And it has them start doing evil things that they normally would not do. And it, it's not human. It's not an animal. It's just other. It's mm -hmm. just other. And they get rid of it, and they have to get rid of it by shining light on it. And and they they do this by that, it's some spell that their grandmother had taught them when they were children that's all about light, about, about increasing your light and making it so no shadows can reside in it, which is exactly what you did. Mm -hmm. And I... It just reminds me of that because I think like we always think like, oh, well, it's got to be spirit. If it's not a spirit, then it has to be a, de a demon. If it's not a demon, it has to be an angel. Like it has to like we're always trying to find some label to put on it. And this thing just doesn't have one. It's just a thing. It's Honestly, just, there's there's tons of folklores about a thing. And I think as in a lot of folklores and stories, like you said, charmed and stuff, I think what that represents is I, I think I just crossed in a, like an emotional pollution. In a, a spiritual pollution, like mm -hmm. a gathering of just everything that's yucky about our world. Because those energies have to go somewhere. I mean, mm -hmm. it's there. You sometimes see it every day in actions and people. But for those that just kind of like, you know, hide those emotions, those energies go somewhere. And I think I, I literally crossed into that pollution and it just stuck. Mm -hmm. It stuck to whatever could handle it. Yeah. And it knows what it's looking for. Oh, yeah. And I'm a beacon. I mean, I always have yeah. been. Yeah. And uh, I'm never, I'm never, ever alone. <laughs> That's for darn sure. Mm -hmm. And it's been this way my whole life. I'm okay with it. But I've never had something try to use it against me. Yeah. And I don't, I, I, again, violated, but I don't like that. And again, it's not something... Like, we can tell everybody about this, and they could go out and do it tomorrow. And even with warning, you wouldn't really know. Yeah. It, I think it takes on, again, it's mimicking properties, lets it just like a parasite just to adjust to its environment and learn and be all gross and disgusting and yicky and violating and awful. And now it's stuck outside my house, but it can stay there for as long as I care. Well, to get it outside of the house... We had to, I told you, like, stuff. I remember it was very interesting because then as I, like, followed it back, I felt what you had felt. So you had headaches and I started getting a headache. And then this motherfucker, it was tricky. So I kept, like, trying to figure out where did it come from? What was it? 
And it was just like every time I would try, it would try to like veer me off of the path. And I was like, no, I was like, you mm-hmm. can't fool me that way. Nice try. Mm-hmm. And so I that's why I said, OK, well, I don't need to know where you came from anymore because I know I, where you're going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I'll, I know exactly where you're going and I know what to do to get you there. And yeah. so it's just like, so I've, I've figured it out. I don't I'm, I'm done. But what was really important was for me to because like it can't affect me. It needs to no. it needs to do it in a a more physical way. But that yeah, doesn't you, mean you needed that, to touch it. You needed yes. to walk past it to do yes. it. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that it can't affect me. Yep. So I was just like, first off, let's just close that shit right that right down. So that was fine. And then I wrote out exactly and I had to be in a space where I, I wouldn't be bothered in order to write down because I had all the steps, but it was like, I was like, okay, sweep. And then I was like, okay, but you have to say this thing. I was like, all right, cool. And then what? And I was like, motherfucker, it's too much shit. Hold on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and I was still doing this all at, at my desk at work. And I was like, no, I need to go outside yep. where I can do this. And I had already started sleeping and burning yes. sage. Like I, I already started all this. Like by the time we talked, we were prepared. Yes. Ready to go. <laughs> yes. So I gave you a thing and I remember one part of it was the darkness and blackness. And when I said that to you, I just had shivers just go right up my spine. And I was like, ha, mm-hmm. ha. I was like, that's why I don't need your fucking name, buddy. I already got you. I know you. what you are. Yep. Yes. And like you would think that like those words don't. The reason why, like, in exorcism movies and all that shit, people try to get the name is because a name holds power. Just, Mm -hmm. like, I have a very spiritual name that people don't know unless they've been in a past life of mine of when I got it. Or, like, you have a spiritual name that people may not know. And people can give you that name and they can, like, tell you how to get to it and stuff like that. But so do other entities and other energies. Deities Mm -hmm. have a specific specific name that we've assigned to them and they have their own name. And Mm -hmm. when you work with them and they trust you, they they will give you that name so that you can call back on that deity whenever you need to immediately mm-hmm. and embody that deity and, and feel comfortable. So I said, okay, that I had to, I had to take like, it was almost like taking not part of it, but taking like linking it to the words. And so you have to sweep. And then we talked about Sage. And then, so I don't know how to make black salt. You do. I did not oh, yeah. know what, what you had to do, but then essentially, I guess what I told you was making black salt, but mm-hmm. just making it, leaving it as a paste. Yes. What you can okay. do with, with that black salt is for anybody who doesn't know black salt. Um, I think everybody has their own little recipe, but a good, really good classic black salt recipe is to take your sage ashes. If you have an incense of sage, um, or frankincense, any of the blessing smells that you burn, and put them in with salt. Mine is a combination of sage, and I take the first tree I burn in my fireplace, and I take those ashes and mix them in because the fire is the heart of the home. It's your hearth. Um, And I usually find a special wood to burn. Um, I used maple this year. Um, is very hardy where I come from. So I I was going for more of a connection with my surrounding areas, but that's my black salt mixture. And it's, it's pretty powerful and it can be made into a paste because of the chalk in, or not chalk, charcoal in it. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, people have been using this forever. Me personally, I sit mine out in moonlight and let it charge up too because I want it to be black salt is used like you would regular salt. It's just, um, it's like the steroid version of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit more powerful than a white salt line. Um, and can be used as barriers. Um, they're on both sides of my door right now. Mm-hmm. And um, I also drew, like I said, uh, you know, everybody uses uh, signals, sigils and stuff. Um, my sigils are my own personal ones. I don't mm-hmm. find them in a book. I just do what comes from my heart because I'm artistic to begin with. And that's meaningful to me. I mean, I have lines and stuff I've drawn for since I've remembered to draw. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, black salt's pretty amazing. Um, yeah, if you have issues with with things on the dark side pull yourself out some uh, black salt it's pretty uh potent (laughs) (laughs) and see the thing is like the instructions that i gave you were personal to you yes because the broom thing like if you were to ask me to sweep my house i'm gonna tell you right now i don't have a special broom to do so i've thought about it but i don't have one so if you tell me that there's nothing magical and intentional really i mean you can sweep your house intentionally you can do that oh yeah yeah absolutely can't but like i know i specifically said to you like with like you know i remembered that you had one broom you're like you had several i was like great i do i I have several brooms that i'm very proud of i've come across over the years one was from the dollar store for future reference you can get one of those they smell like cinnamon and hey Mm -hmm. it it became mine (laughs) and it worked Yes, it did. Well, brooms um, get placed above the doorway. You're supposed to walk over the, well, I put it above the doorway. You were supposed to jump over the broom handle, but for for protection and good luck. And there's so many folklores for it, but I have mine hanging above my doorway for above my bedroom to protect my sleeping quarters and my husband and the fertility of the home and all that happy stuff. But they're special to me. And I used those suckers. <laughs> I swept house. I was sweeping air in the corners, looking like a crazy guy. The UPS man showed up in the middle of all this. <laughs> I got a nice, strange look from that poor gentleman. He probably won't be back. And if he does, it'll be a quick, here's your package, I gotta go. <laughs> was, uh, I looked like a crazy lady. But I was in a panic. I was... When I realized what was going on and I had finally reached out to you, it this the fear set in. Um, like mm-hmm. I think you said my heart feels like it's pumping yes. really fast. You feel that? I'm like, yeah. I am I am hyperventilating right now. I am in a terrible state and this thing's got to go. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I remember like after so we talked about the black salt. We talked about we talked a little bit. I remember I told you if you felt tired to keep going Mm -hmm. because when I got, you know, I had finished everything. We even had a beautiful lizard that came by and I was like, oh yeah, that was interesting. Yes. And I was like, and it was, as I was like, you were talking and I think I had given you almost everything or something like that. And it just turned its head, looked directly at me and then started bobbing its head. And I was like, not in the long. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I was like, so you're for her. Cool. Thanks, Lizard. I appreciate it. And then I sent you that random article on like the lizard and all the different things it mm-hmm. meant. Big power animal there. That's an objective. Yes. Let's look that up. They're 
awesome. They are literally about going through fires and starting over again. Yes. And I was like, you need it. Amazing. That. Yeah, I did. I really, really did. It was just ironic and really good time. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's a lot of what this is. Yeah. Good timing. <laughs> the thing is, and I always hate when like this is the perception that like, okay, well, if you can like see things in the future, you can like, because I gave you some messages from the future and mm-hmm. I'm going to smile when they come through, come true. And but it's always the fun part. I got to tell you. Yes. It is. Yes. It is kind of, it's kind of like a kid getting their way. You're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, the thing is, you know, it's it, sometimes people have the perception that like, okay, well, if you can see the future, why can't you see this happening? It's like, it's not for yeah. me to. It's yeah. like, like, I'm not going to like sit, like, I very clearly would never want you to go through this. And I told you, so the whole reason, and, and Laura was the one who brought this up and cause she's a sweetheart. The whole reason that you guys are hearing this podcast is because I told her, I said this thing, I said, you can't banish it. Like, she can't banish it. No. She, she's, it's, she just can't. Nope. I can't banish it. I can send one of my deities to, but it still has something else it needs to do. Mm -hmm. And what sucks about it is it's going to stay in her her yard for a while. And when I told you that you were going to feel really tired, I know I had come back downstairs and somebody asked me a question the second I got in and I went to go tell them and it was like everything went blank from my mind and I was like, oh no, you do not. Mm-hmm. And I just pushed with all the force of wind I had at that thing and smacked the bejesus out of it. Yeah. And I I don't know if that's when like it like left your house and the kitchen door closed or whatever, but I was just like, no, like you don't don't ever try to fucking fuck with me. Ever. Yeah, yeah my door just slammed completely shut we got this gust of wind of like out of nowhere and it was like boop shut my door i'm like well okay then i guess (laughs) thanks for closing that up for me (laughs) (laughs) well because it just it and this the thing the problem is like it's still there because it's going to take its own time to leave it had like it 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 was very comfortable first off yes it was comfortable Mm mm-hmm and it needs someone. It does. It, mm-hmm. It's like just like a parasite. There are some parasites that they can exist on their own, and then there's others that they need a host. And it needs a host. And if it doesn't have one, it'll just die out. Yep. But what it needs is somebody who has the ability to use their abilities. They they have they have a link to the spirit world. They have a link to everything else. And this thing is going to stay in your yard for a little bit, and then. With a rainstorm, the I have I had already asked the elements, and you told me this too. You said, "Oh, well, that explains the twenty mile an hour wind that just came around my house." I had asked the air to basically continuously keep up the barrier, just to add more gusto to it. Yeah, and then the rain and the earth would help too, but the earth couldn't help until the rain did, because this is almost like it's almost like a stain on the land. Yes, it's not like the land doesn't really want anything to do with it. But it's just like motherfucker, it's there. Deal with it, but it it's yeah, it's not natural. But no. it is. it's like the again, it's like pollution. I that's the best. Yeah, way I, it's I like a stain. Think. Yes, exactly. It's awful, and like yes. it's getting dark now, and I don't like it. <laughs> I know it's bad because I'm I'm I respect the dark. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of like it. It does have its healing properties and its purpose, but. 
until it goes away out of my yard. I, I'm not taking the dogs outside once it goes dark. That's for someone else to do. No, <laughs> if you if you put the dogs outside, they're just going to go right over there and start barking. And then you'll know exactly where it is in your yard oh, yeah. and you don't need that. Well, it's funny because my dogs did bark randomly a couple times at night throughout mm-hmm. the couple months. And that's not like unusual. Mm-hmm. But, like, there were times when even the kids were like, man, what in the world were the dogs barking at last night? They were so vicious. It wasn't just a, I hear a deer outside, I'm going to bark a couple times and, mm-hmm. you know, let the deer know I'm here. I mean, these were all out barks, like, growls, like, and I, you know, of course, you got to get up and look. I never saw anything. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's probably that doing its thing, like a creepo that it is. I'm sure it's. It'll lurk around and do its weird, mm-hmm. gross thing for a while, and it's just lovely. But I mean, I, like you said, we can't banish it. It's not even. It's not my place or your place to banish it. No. Could we? Yes, but we're. It's not really our path. It still be. has more. You know, it's yeah. not. It's not a. The the thing is, I was I was a temporary hotel stay. Yeah, I was really not supposed to be permanent. No, I wanted you to. Yeah. But the re- it, it's supposed to go to someone else, and I feel yes. and I feel, I feel really bad for her. I know it's a her, and I feel awful mm-hmm. for her going to get this, and this is going to change her life. But that's also why, you know, you and I felt the need to let everybody know about this. We may not be able to banish it, but we can sure talk to people about it and make them aware that you know, listen, if all of a sudden your body takes this complete dramatic change, and you don't feel comfortable in your own skin. It may not just be you. Again, yeah. it's always good to go talk to therapists. I'm not downing that. Mental health and spiritual health are very important. Mm-hmm. But once you've got the mental aspect down, turn around and look at the spiritual aspect. Because again, now this wasn't really spiritual per se, but talking to another spiritual friend, you, helped mm-hmm. me find it. I couldn't see it. You could. Yeah. And that happens a lot. It doesn't matter yeah. how good you are. Or, you know, how many times, you know, you, you're accurate in anything and you're reading and your terror and all that. Something is going to trick you. Yeah, because you still have to live your life and you still mm-hmm. have things that you have to learn. And this yeah. just, this teaches you. Like my, like, honestly, for this person who is going to have this thing, I know what the person looks like and I know where they're going to get it. And I feel I can't stop it. <laughs> No, like it's not. And the it's thing a is, like for them, yes. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes it's really hard. That's really hard to look at something and be like, "I would love to. I want to help you. I don't mm-hmm. want to watch you go through this, but you do." Mm-hmm. And that's not for me because if I interfere, this lesson that this person's going to learn is dramatically going to reshape their life. Yes, and. They need that. They're kind of wandering right now. And the, and just like this thing is a wanderer. And it only attaches to people with strong abilities. And this person does not know that they have the, these abilities. They're curious, but they're not dedicated. And because they kind of go into the woods and they think like, oh, it's just a fucking play toy. That's why they end mm-hmm. up with it. And they've got some shit that they need to learn. And it can be prevented if you listen to your spirit guides. It can be prevented if you do tarot. It can be prevented if you use crystals. But whatever is meant to come into your life and into your path, it's going to happen. Yeah. There's you know? only something you can prevent. I mean, if yeah. you live. And 
you wouldn't want to do that in the first place. Things have to happen to you. I mean, I know, you know, nobody ever wants anything bad or stressful or, or any of that to come into their lives, but that is the circle of life, the good and the bad. And there's lessons in the good and the bad. You have to go through it. I, again, we don't, we'd hate, I hate to see somebody go through this, but this is a lesson they have to learn. Mm-hmm. Like you said, we can't. Everybody's like, oh, well, then just predict the future, like you said. Just change it. If you know it, make things happen. It's not like that. It's not supposed mm-hmm. to be like that. And those who say they can, I question you. Because <laughs> yeah. I've been there, and that's not how that works. Because we get the messages because we're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Like, 110%, when I push that motherfucker out, I had every want in the world to banish its ass. And I told you I know how. Oh, yeah. But, and I wanted to. The second you said, I know how, I'm like, oh, gosh, let's do this right now. Let, yeah. Put the smack down on this thing. And then yeah. I got that message and I was like, oh. And I was like, god damn it. What? I, what? Yeah. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I could have done that. And it would have been gone and everybody had been okay. But yeah. And, and, I, and I hate to say it, but there's a ton of things like this out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just, I'm going to be very careful now on things so i think of feel and do and the second i start to feel different i'm definitely going to talk to you first (laughs) well and the thing too is like i the thing that i hate and and what i'm actually wondering now is i remember when when we dealt with your spirit that was sticking around I figured that you would start drawing, maybe not completely immediately, but you would start Mm -hmm. drawing again and painting again. And I would hear this message from you where you were like, I'm back. You know what I mean? I did. And I never got that. And I'm, I really hope my, my utmost want is to be able to hear that from you. And that's only going to come. Well, it's true. Like that's only going to come. I (laughs) I love you too. I love you. It's only going to come when you heal. And I feel like as you're healing, more stuff is going to come to you. And we talked about it like this is why, you know, I said, make sure that you rub your paste on all the doors because mm-hmm. you're going to have other stuff that's happening. And and I, it's very I'm easy weak, to be right? like, wait, what yeah. is, is this like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like break out yeah. the gloves. I'm ready to box. Like, and, and that's I don't a- want you to have that concern. That's what I did when my stove burst on fire. <laughs> well, I still think that your stove bursting on fire wasn't exactly um, uh, normal. Like, I can't make this up, guys. I sent her a picture of my melted stove. Like, yeah. This happened. And I'm over here like, huh, my theory continues. <laughs> my house just caught on fire. Uh, what? What did you say? <laughs> here you go. Look at that ironic but i did and it really did the whole fucking knob was melted into the stove (laughs) i went wonder woman ripped that sucker out of the wall i was getting ready to throw the stove outside my home like wonder woman and yeah oh my goodness but it was the timing of it i was sitting down and i love notes and i said like I, i i've had a lot of time hard time keeping up with my own timeline on this and that's weird Mm -hmm. um I've always proud been proud of myself on how I can memorize things and, and whatnot. And things were slipping my mind. Again, I was losing time. So I was writing this down when my stove just went poof. 
so that was just interesting. But yeah, I, I could make this up even if I wanted to. <laughs> the fun was, stuff that happens. <laughs> fun yeah. stuff. Like, oh, gosh. Well, are you serious? We were saying a fire cleanse, but not a real fire. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing we didn't talk about. So, okay, people. So, so I, ever since this whole situation, all I have wanted to do is cleanse with fire. Just cleanse with fire, cleanse with fire. And I'm typically a cleanse with water type of girl. Mm -hmm. And when I explained to you how said little thingamabobber is going to end up disappearing, I told you it has to be buried. And -hmm. because it won't be able to escape that place... Um, it's just going to get essentially lonely and more lonely and more lonely and then it'll just disappear on its own. And that's how it will end up not being able to touch anybody else. Um, so, okay, so that's earth and, and I like to cleanse with water. So it makes no Mm -hmm. sense that fire came into the mix. And I was just like, don't know why this keeps happening, but I can just keep thinking about everything going up in flames and fire. (laughs) Like, that's just (laughs) fire. Yeah. Then your stove caught on fire. Actual flame in my home. (laughs) Oh my gosh. We didn't need literally. And it's I mean, funny, I have a fireplace too. It's constantly going. I'm like, wrong area. <laughs> you're, you're contained in there. You're supposed to be there. Well, I'm going to be honest with you though. I feel like, so this was shadow season and this thing stayed with you and it didn't let you heal. So you've got 20 something odd days to do like a shit ton of healing. I gotta, like, go into super mode. (laughs) Well, but that's the thing is, like, I feel like stove was step number one. It was like, hey, here's a warning. You need to, like, make sure that, like, you do all your shit. And then I told you, so your mythical creature that you're about to get is a Chimra. That's what is coming through. Because you've been through a lot and you have to get your, like, force and fire back. And you, for some, what, what slime are you? I'm a Pisces. I'm the fish. No, so you shouldn't be, you shouldn't need water or you shouldn't need fire. But no. for some reason, like that's like coming fire in really strong all. that you need it. <laughs> but so, I mean, I'm okay with that. Just not on my stove or on my carpet, yeah, you, know, you know, in my walls, candles and fireplaces. The universe does not care. No, it really, <laughs> really does. I mean, and I, I just, I can't explain to you guys how freaking weird this was. Like what my son's, training to be an electrician so the second he got in the house I made him look at my stove like you're lucky you even came home to a house check this out and the only thing he can figure is it wasn't turned off all the way and it was going bad to begin with and the actual on and off knob the electric that runs to that caught on fire or it was off wasn't off all the way and the stove got hot and eventually got so hot it melted or there was grease on the, we don't know like, these, we have so many theories, but really, I'm just going to go with, way to go, universe. Thanks for that wake-up call. I didn't <laughs> like there, but thanks for that. I just, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those days, oh please, it's been like one of those half a years. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, I'm not going to lie, you're going to have some hard times. Oh yeah, and I'm I'm used to that, but I'm like, at the same time, I don't have that yucky grimy feeling yes gritting over me and I didn't realize it was until it was gone and whoo it feels pretty darn good (laughs) good feels good well if there was like one thing 
that you really want to happen for you right now. And I mean, like, specifically for you over this, like, whole because you lost a lot. You lost mm. time. You lost parts of yourself. You lost your creativity. You lost, like, you lost a lot. If there is one thing that, like, you had a wish for right now to gain back and to work on, what would that thing be? Oh, that's a great question. Honestly, I, I really want my imagination back. And I know mm-hmm. that sounds weird, but I'm a creative mm-hmm. person and I miss that. I'm used to sitting in bed at night and thinking up stories and pictures and just stuff. I mean, it's like a, it's like a muse not being able to muse anymore. Mm-hmm. And I miss that a lot. I, I miss like, oh, that's a great idea. Oh, that's a great idea. Oh, I'm going to do that in a couple of months. And all of it, I, you know, I miss that spark. Um, mm-hmm. That spark kind of makes up me as I am. Um, I've always been, I've always lived in my imagination. It's my meditative place. It's where I can go and not really go anywhere. So I miss that. I miss that connection with my inner self because that is a very deep, your imagination is Mm -hmm. a very deep connection to your subconsciousness. They are almost one and the same, but not. And when those two are severed, you lose part of yourself, your personality, your inner thoughts, they all don't connect like they should. And I miss that. I I, I want that back. I can't, like you said, I, I love to draw. I love to be creative. I'm from a very creative family. It's kind of what I grew up around. So to not have that is like a fish without water. It's Mm -hmm. like not swimming. It's like, oh my goodness, I need to go do this because it's what I do. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I miss that. I miss that a lot. I really want to hear, and I, I'm just like looking forward to this moment and I have like a lot of hope in my heart, so I know it's coming, but I can't wait to hear you be like, oh my God, I could draw something. Oh my God. I feel like my imagination's back. I feel like, I feel like myself. I can't wait. I miss that. Can't wait to be at peace. And we're back. I hope that you liked the episode. I hope that you learned something from it. Like I said earlier, there are just things that we don't know what they're called we you know if you open up the big long book of paranormal entities you're not going to find them in there and that's the thing about the paranormal is there is no box so there are multitudes of things that you can discover that you never thought could exist and this is just one of them i'm very happy that laura is not being affected by this thing anymore and when we recorded this episode was back in december And um, obviously now we're in February, almost March. She seems to be doing a lot better. She seems to have a little bit of a lighter sense to her. And I'm just very happy to see that in her. I know that she had been doing some wild creative things. And I was very, very happy to hear when she started working on her art again. And and especially all the things that she had gone through and some of the things that the universe sort of forced her into directly after this. But I am very happy that she seems to be doing better, and I want her to continue that way. I know that we mentioned that there is someone else out there who this thing is unfortunately meant for, and the reason why is for them to stop denying themselves with what they have in their gifts. And that's really hard, because just as she said, I don't want anyone to have to go through this. However, it's not up to me. And 
the universe has plans for everyone. And I appreciate the fact that the universe shared that plan with me. And I know that it will benefit this person in the long run and affect them in a proper and good way. Uh, but it does, for lack of a better word, suck that they're going to have to go through it. I hope, though, that this episode teaches you that if you feel wrong, if you are suffering from mood swings that you never had before, if you find yourself being depressed and you don't understand why, pay attention to yourself. That is very important. That's something we harp on because if you don't, how are you supposed to pay attention to the things around you? So that's it for the episode. We do have a little bit of news to discuss. The first thing that I wanted to talk to you guys about is that I posted the information for the workshop. It's up on the website, thehauntedride.com. It's also in the episode show notes, so you can just click it from there if that's easier for you. And also, if you are a part of our newsletter, it's going to be one of the first things you'll see is that the workshop's up and how to get some information. It's also going to be on the social media. The workshop is going to be on March 21st, which is the day of spring, at 2 p.m. So I'm very excited. It's about accepting love and accepting love into your life. Loving yourself, understanding what you need out of love, understanding what your fears are when it comes to love, and just how to embrace that, embrace yourself in love for you. So yeah, I do hope to see you guys there. Another thing is we have a lot of new tarot card readings up on the site. I decided to go ahead and change the store. I was using a store on the actual website, but it limited me to the amount of products that I could put um, in the plan that I was in, which at first I was like, oh, it's not really going to matter. Like, that'll be fine. But then when I wanted to like expand all the spiritual services, it was like, no. And I was like, I don't want to be limited. So I have officially moved the store itself over to Etsy. So the website is still thehauntedriot.com. And then if you click on the store, it will take you to store on Etsy. It also allows me to put up discounts and promo codes and kind of opens like a whole brand new door as far as like the store and the shop go and the things that I can offer to you guys. So that is there. And lastly, it's just what I've learned. So February, February has just been a month of learning for me. Been a lot of things that I've learned and lessons that I've really needed to understand because no matter how long you do this and how deeply you're doing this and how many guides you talk to, the reason why is because you still have lessons to learn. You always have lessons to learn that never ends or stops at all. And today, actually, the lesson that I learned, and I literally just wrote this down in my journal, and then I did a new moon tarot card reading, and I got it there. And I thought I had seen this card before. And when I did my 2019 birthday uh, tarot card reading, which from today on the day of your birth through to the next year of your birth, these are the things that you can expect to happen. And the thing that I finally learned is that I do way too much. I really do. Every single time that I think of a new project, I used to not do them because I was like, okay, well, let's, you know, let's honestly plan this out. One, do I have time to do this? Two, do I know if I'm really going to like it, you know, with the amount of time? Let's say it's going to take me six months to do this. In six months, am I still going to like this idea? Am I still going to enjoy this project? Or is it just going to be wasted effort and work? 
And so I would honestly hold myself back from a lot of things because of that, because I said, okay, well, you know, I know how I am. And how I am is if I decide that I am going to do something, I put 150% of my effort into that thing. I don't quit until it's completed, whether I like it or I don't. And that's not entirely healthy. I'll explain why. The first reason and what I wrote down in my bullet journal today and um, what my actual tarot card reading came up with too is why do I do this? Why do I feel like I have to dedicate so much to these things? And it's because when I was younger, anytime I would do a project, it was with someone who was a perfectionist. And she would look at me and she would say, you know, you're not doing enough or you can't do this well enough or you can't whatever. And every time I heard that, I just wanted to try harder. I wanted to try harder to please this person. And that never really happened, no matter what I did. And so along the lines and along the path of my journey, I've come to this realization that for this person, projects are stable. You begin it, you progress in it, you complete it. You're done. That's not how projects work for me. I begin it, I progress in it, and then in the middle of it, I may get a brand new idea. I may say, hey, you know what? This actually was a really great idea, but I wonder if I can just like slightly tweak this one thing and see what happens. And it may be amazing, it may not. However, every single time that you kind of like touch those little knobs and you tweak it and you play around with it just to, you know, see if it works the way that you want it to, or if you can come up with this, you can make it do this brand new idea that you just came up with, that is time and effort. But I don't give myself credit for that. I just go, okay, so I did this thing. And then let's say that, you know, I hate it and it completely like is horrible. And then I revert it back to how it used to be. Well, I now have no record that I did any of this, but it may have taken me five hours to do. And I'm just like, oh my God, where did the day go? Well, Melissa, you just spent five hours working on this thing. Where do you think it went? But I don't give myself that acknowledgement of the time and effort I just put into this thing because I was so gung-ho to try it and I put so much of myself into it and 100% that when I don't see it, I just go, oh, well then what have I been doing? And that's where it's just not healthy. It's, it's okay to have like a bunch of projects if you know you're going to come back to them and finish them. It's okay to turn around and say, hey, you know what? I really liked this project, but you, I think that it's not really what I wanted or how I wanted it to be, maybe let's start over or maybe just let's stop it for now and pick it up later or just stop it completely. It's okay to do those things. There's nothing wrong with that. When it becomes wrong is when you're doing it in this like almost desperation sort of way where you don't look at yourself. You don't think about your self-care. Maybe you miss a meal. Maybe you are spending more money that you don't have. Maybe um, you are coming home every night exhausted after this project and you don't feel fulfilled at all. And that's when you need to stop. So today I just learned that I do a lot. I do way too much. And I come up with brilliant and amazing and creative and imaginative ideas. And I am very grateful for that. 
But if I'm going to do the idea, I need to acknowledge the time and effort I put into it and say that that's okay. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. That's fine. But I can't look back at myself and then be like, oh my God, I wasted this much time or what have I been doing all day? That's not good. That's harmful to your self-care and your mind, really. So I'll leave you with this little part of the card that came up earlier in today's reading and last year for me and my tarot card reading. And my birthday is in June, so I've got about three months left before I'll do another one of these. So it's sort of funny because this is number 12 in the reading, and it is the overall path for next year, the Ten of Wands, that I'll have more responsibility, that I need to manage my time to keep myself healthy, that I'll have a lot of completion of my tasks, achievements, of goals, but those goals will bring more responsibility and I have to be cognizant of that. And that if I need to, it's time for me to delegate. So hopefully someone out there, if you need to hear that, I hope you take those actions. Apart from that, have yourself an amazing day and a great and beautiful night. Take care of yourselves out there and be safe. Love yourselves and love others. And as we always like to say, especially in this episode, don't let the ghost get you. Bye.